Hello, welcome to Why'd You Push That Button, a show where Ashley Carmen Hello. and Caitlin Tiffany, that's me, examine all the choices technology forces us to make. Today, season four finale, we're talking about verification. The choice to covet it. Yeah. So verification, I think, always comes in the form of a little check mark. It's like a blue sunburst thing with a white check mark mm-hmm. in the middle. It's on all of these personality, face, and like content creation yeah. platforms. platforms. Yeah. So you can be verified on Facebook. You can be verified on Twitter, Instagram, Tinder. Tinder, which is just <laughs> odd. Supposedly, it's supposed to just be like, check. Yes, this is the person that it says it is. Like, right. Do not fear. You have not been catfished. Yeah. Slash scammed. This isn't like a hoax President Trump account, whatever. <laughs> but, like, it has taken on other connotations, which maybe have something to do with, like, power. Yeah. Status. Cool factors. It's strange. Wow. It's super strange. Yeah. So, Caitlin, I need to tell you about a day that tragically stands out in my brain. On April 19th of this year, usual day, it was a work day, opened my eyes, grabbed my phone immediately upon waking up, opened Instagram. And when I open up Instagram to start scrolling, first thing, I get this weird pop-up that says something about analytics. Like, I don't know, it's really early, I didn't read it. I was just like, why am I getting this pop-up? So I just ignored it whatever. At some point, I decide to look at my own profile page. Who knows why? Maybe to just see my follower count. And when I tap through, I see this thing at the top of my Instagram page, a little blue check mark. And this was the day I got Instagram verified. So that happens. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's really early in the morning. Maybe it's like 7.30 or something. Yeah, I'm not seeing the tragedy yet. Well, the tragedy is that I felt excited. Like oh. I saw that and I was like, oh, I did it. <laughs> but that's so pathetic. Like I know that is pathetic. Well, what I do know you mean you did it? What did you have to do? So this is one of those situations like on our prior episode with the league and we talked about Raya where I'm like scared to talk about the process because I'm scared Instagram is going to be like revoked. But essentially I met someone who works at Instagram and voiced to them that I would like to be verified because when you get verified on Instagram, you get certain privileges. You can do swipe up, which yeah. is very important for articles. And I figured it would give me the ability to DM sources on Instagram and maybe they would actually respond to me because it's like, oh, she's real. She's not a fake person. Mm-hmm. So I had voiced this to a person who works at Instagram. They put my request through to whoever this mysterious person is that approves the verification request without a guarantee. They were just like, we'll do our best. A couple weeks later, April 19th, boom. So this happened. I texted a Oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to admit this. I texted a couple friends about it. (laughs) I texted uh, the Verge's Instagram video producer, Maria, because I knew she would be the one person who would genuinely be happy for me. So I texted her, felt very self-satisfied, closed Instagram, went about my day. Didn't think much of it. I was just excited for Swipe Up. But then, even now, a bunch of people started calling me out on this verification, like people I know. The other week, I commented on an old friend's post and said happy birthday to him. Just mm-hmm. was like, hope you're doing well. He replies to my comments like, don't think I don't see you getting famous over there. 
He's definitely referring to the blue check mark. So then another friend texted me and I wanted to catch up. And these are quotes. She said that she thinks I've quote unquote massively hustled the last couple years and quote unquote now you verified as if I did something very specific and therefore was rewarded. Like I hustled, like I got this verification. And I was like, okay, this is super weird. Like, why are these people calling me out on this? Granted, these are people who I don't stay in touch with very regularly. So maybe in their minds, like the last time they saw me from then to now, I actually did become famous. Like, who knows? Ashley at the high school reunions just walking yeah. around like, I'm Ashley Carmen verified. Verified <laughs> on Instagram. Ask me anything. <laughs> um, but then something even stranger happened which is that one of my extremely good friends, someone I see all the time in New York, you and I had dinner with her recently, Michelle. Mm -hmm. I've known her since college. We take vacations together. We're very good friends. She called me out on the blue check mark. And so, of course, I had to invite her to the podcast studio to ask her in person why she did this. I posted some picture, and then I went back to check like who had liked it and I saw the little blue check and I was like who is this and then I saw it was you and I was like what and I just you know kind of had this like low-key like oh my god I'm so honored that she's my friend (laughs) she's like verified I don't know it's just so cool this is really funny to me because again I've known Michelle since college and I'm the same person that she's known in New York for however many years she's lived here and I've lived here I just now have a blue check mark next to my name. But something about that check mark communicated a different message to her. There was something about it. It was like, oh yeah, she's really killing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's doing this right. Part of the reason she feels this way is because of that actual icon. Well, it just stands out like visually. It's like an add-on that instantly sets you apart from the crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. Like these are the elite. <laughs> These are, like, the people who, for whatever reason and because of whoever, like, vetted them, got the blue check. Even though she thought the blue check mark made me more official in her mind, she says she's skeptical of people with that blue check mark, especially strangers or anyone she might meet on a dating app. I think if it was a romantic interest and then I saw that they were verified, I feel like I'd be instantly turned off. (laughs) Like, I really—I don't know. There's something about that that's, like, uh—that's, like— You went out of your way to have this and for what reason? But that's like, that's really my thinking with dating. Like if I went on their Instagram after a date or whatever and I saw that, I'd just question why they went out of their way Mm -hmm. to get verified. Mm -hmm. Like, who do you think you are? The check mark means something. It says something. But what is it saying? What is it saying, (laughs) Caitlin? Oh boy. How do you feel about verification? Okay. So honestly, when we talked about this episode, I was like, who cares? (laughs) I'm verified on Twitter. And the only thing it's ever brought me is suffering in the sense (laughs) that like whenever teenagers get mad at me online, their first thing they say is like, how did you even get verified? Oh my God. Wait, so there you go. You don't even have that many followers. (laughs) There you go. This happened particularly like when I was writing about like boy bands or like Taylor Swift a lot. Mm -hmm. When I started at The Verge and I I had like 500 followers, but it was like verified because of Twitter likes to verify journalists. I think my favorite verification story is one that our producer Andrew brought to my attention, which is so funny. 
the like mayor of Jersey City tweeted a while ago, my Twitter account was never verified before. I took pride in that. I don't want to be verified. Like, why did I get verified? I need to be of the people, basically. But Twitter wouldn't take away his checkmark because they need to confirm that he's really Yeah, it's like you're a politician (laughs) and you tweet things. So we should know that you are a politician tweeting things. Yeah. There was like a moment where a lot of cool people who like worked at various Gawker properties got really mad that Twitter verified them and they all deliberately like broke the verification by changing their handles and then you know like tweeted about how much they don't need that kind of thing because they already are so well known. So clearly verification strikes a chord. It does something to people. It mm-hmm. makes it stirs up feelings. Yeah. But before we try to pick apart what verification actually means, we want to learn why it exists in the first place. Why did platforms begin giving people check marks? So we chatted with senior reporter at The Verge, Addie Robertson. She specifically reports on moderation and all of the challenges around it. She basically knows the entire history of the social internet, I would say. She says verification came about for an actually very legitimate reason, and it started on Twitter. The thing that catalyzed Twitter verification happened in 2009, and it was when the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, Tony LaRussa, found that somebody had made a fake account that was actually really horrible. It was making fun of the deaths of some players and uh, his drunk driving incidents, and he filed a lawsuit against Twitter claiming that this account had caused him emotional harm. And Twitter had a policy against fake accounts, but it was obviously full of them. So Twitter tested something that was verification. This was also not the first time that they'd been criticized for this. This was a lawsuit, but just a little while before that, Kanye West, who was still blissfully not on Twitter at that point, complained about how there were all these fake Kanyes and said that it was just impossible to tell who a celebrity was and if they were really on the platform. So it's plausible that Twitter was already thinking about this. And so then they rolled out verification for accounts that were at very high risk of impersonation, basically, who were important people that people would be looking for and who there was interest in creating fake accounts for. At first, people could request verification from Twitter, but now the process is a lot different. So in 2016, Twitter started letting people actually request verification instead of it going through these back channels. And then in 2017, they stopped doing verification officially. The people at Twitter making the verification decisions had good intentions at first, and having a system for verifying people made sense. But at some point, they went a little verification crazy and just started verifying all sorts (laughs) of people. (laughs) Not enough that it became a thing that for a long time was at all mainstream, but they verified a fair number of people. It was They've verified a lot of journalists. They ended up being kind of reactive. They would eventually just, it seemed like, work with people if they were facing really terrible impersonation problems. Addie noted that beyond the blue checkmark, verified people get different product features, too. Twitter verification is supposed to just be about who you are. It's supposed to prevent impersonation. What it also does, though, is give you access to special features that you can... Largely, they're based around you being able to only interact with other verified accounts. This is kind of a thing that dovetails actually very well with the purpose because a lot of the people who are at risk of getting impersonated are also people who face a lot of harassment. And so it makes Twitter sort of usable. But it then ends up 
becoming like a sort of premium access. And it's a free premium access that Twitter is granting on a very specific basis. And it implies that there's some level of approval. And so then when the alt-right and the far-right started rising in like 2015 to 2017, suddenly you had these people who were arguably white supremacists who Twitter was giving its badge of approval to. And then they had to figure out what to do with that. This is the point in the story where verification starts to get translated in different ways. It no longer means just like this person is who they say they are, but rather this person is worthy of being heard. We approve them. So Twitter is taking a break from this process because uh, that led to some incidents. <laughs> <laughs> there was one specific case, which was when Jason Kessler, who organized Unite the Right and also did a lot of other things that were bad that we will not get into here, um, had gotten verified. And this was soon after he had been making fun of the woman who died at Unite the Right. And they were like, look, Twitter, what are you doing? And Twitter responded, we know how badly we've screwed up. We're going to put a pause on this whole thing. We'll deal with it later. We're just going to pause verifications. And then at some point that became, we don't have the bandwidth to start verifications back up again. And at a point after that, it became maybe secretly Jack Dorsey is verifying his mom, but they're still not opening them. And now we're just going to not talk about them for a while. So that's currently the status. Twitter will tell you the benefits of verification, but it says that it is not taking current verification requests. Twitter says it never intended to give any sort of approval to anyone. And they have a reasonable case that they were kind of pushed into it, that this was a thing that famous people actually really were very mad about was the fact that there were these people pretending to be them mm -hmm. on Twitter and Twitter wasn't really giving them a good way to make clear that that wasn't correct. But it's very, very difficult to have a thing that's a your very famous badge that does not imply some form of endorsement. So Twitter is a mess, big surprise, <laughs> but Instagram is a different world and verification might be more promising on there. So our colleague Casey Newton wrote a piece that was all about how Instagram's situation is better than Twitter. And part of it was that it laid out a clear application process that it decided it was going to handle things through. This was fairly recent before that. It seems like it had a very mysterious process. And he also acknowledged, however, that Instagram has been stress tested less that Instagram is not constantly dealing with all of these terrible PR problems. In partly that is Twitter's own fault. Twitter does not have great PR strategies in a lot of cases. But Instagram is just, it is not a place where people are constantly talking about how awful everyone and everything is. Instagram is possibly just better built for verification. In Instagram, it kind of makes sense to me too, because again, as an outsider, it feels a little bit like how you used to be able to get a modeling contract and that was the only way you could be a model. And now it is possible for you to be a model while engaging in almost the same process as some complete rando who has five followers. And so this is now that seal of legitimacy that was once held by gatekeepers. The system isn't perfect, but Addy thinks it's essential, especially for Twitter. It seems just absolutely essential because Twitter is a press release site in a lot of ways. Now it's a newswire that there are sites like the Associated Press can tweet a thing. And if someone impersonates that account and they tweet a fake piece of news, then that can have serious ramifications for like the stock market. So there's absolutely no way that Twitter could exist in the capacity it exists now where the White House releases things on it, where the president uses it as like his press conference situation and not have verification, especially because it is very easy on Twitter to create an account whose name looks visually identical to another account if you just do stuff like use an uppercase I instead of an L. So as Addie mentioned, the verification process is sort of mysterious. Like Twitter 
is supposedly taking a break from it. But yeah, like Jack Dorsey's mom is verified now. Like, what's really happening? You know what I mean? Like, really, what's happening? And Instagram lets anyone apply for verification through their profile page. They have to upload a picture of their ID. It's like, what? Is anyone actually looking at this? (laughs) Genuinely. I mean, I know a lot of people, I won't call it names, but I know a lot of people who genuinely do have big followings and imposter accounts, and Instagram doesn't verify them. It's sort of this black box where we supposedly submit applications or don't, yet people get verified that has led people down some very strange paths. So our next guest wanted to be verified so badly that he went to slightly extreme lengths. We're going to be back with him after the break. Hey, it's Tom Warren, senior editor at The Verge here. Microsoft is in an era-defining moment. It's betting on AI as the future of work, its Xbox business is going through transformational changes, and the Mac versus PC war is about to be back on. So I'm launching a newsletter called Notepad. It'll be your inside guide to all those changes and beyond. From details on the next Xbox to that one time every Microsoft employee named Michael appeared on a mysterious email list. Whatever is happening at Microsoft, you'll be able to read about it first in Notepad every Thursday. Go subscribe now at theverge.com forward slash notepad. All right, we are back. We're still talking about verification and what it means. And our next guest is a man named Mark, who is a YouTuber. I'm Twitter verified, but I'm not Instagram verified. He remembers the day he got verified on Twitter very well. I was with my girlfriend at the time, just before we were sleeping. I checked Twitter one last time like any other millennial. And then all of a sudden I get a notification that says, Twitter verified started following you. So I was like freaking out. I was like, uh, what is this? And then I see that check mark. I was like, oh, this is super cool. So instead of sleeping, my girlfriend and I decided to stay up and celebrate. Just opened up a bottle of wine. You got to celebrate. You got to celebrate <laughs> the little things in life. Yeah. You should make every accomplishment into a party. Kudos to you. Okay, but... Even though this was a big day in his life, one that will forever live in his memory, similarly to my Instagram day, Mm -hmm. being verified on Twitter has pretty much done nothing for him. It hasn't really made a big impact per se, but I think a lot of people tend to follow you or interact with you more if you have that blue check mark. So Twitter verification is good and all, but the real badge that everybody wants is the one on Instagram. Why I really want that Instagram badge is because I work with a lot of brands. And if for whatever reason you have that blue check mark, people or brands seem to work with you a lot more because they think this person is influential of, of some sort. And so it was that desire to appear validated to brands that pushed him to answer a mysterious DM. There was this person who was verified who messaged me, right? And was like, hey, I could give you a verified badge for $100. I was like, interesting. So I checked out their profile. They were verified. They were posting stories, doing a before and after. 
I was like, oh, this person seems legit. And the funny thing is, I've been reading stories about how people are paying to get verified on Instagram, like hundreds of dollars. So I was like, oh, maybe this is one of those things. But $100 seemed really low because from the articles that I was reading, people were charging like $500 to $1,000 just to get verified. So I was like, well, I'm not going to pay you 100 bucks. How about I pay you 50 bucks first? And then that person gave me their square cash. So I, I was like, whatever, let's give this a try. This person took the cash and Mark waited. And they were like, okay, yeah, so uh, it'll be a week. And so a week goes by. I DM'd him. I was like, hey, what's going on? And then he heard nothing. Completely ghosted me. Blocked me. Blocked me from the square cash thing. So all in all, I mean, I lost 50 bucks out of like a, a scammer. Clearly, this could have been a lot worse, a lot more money, a lot more feelings involved or something. But Mark, my man, you don't send money to strangers on the internet, especially if they claim to have an in at Instagram. I'd be like, let me see the receipts. That's a good scam because this person clearly knew like exactly what type of account to look for to be like, mm-hmm. this guy's got like enough followers. He's not verified yet. He like seems like maybe he's trying to have the kind of account that like makes money. This person has an innate understanding of human nature. Yeah. Whoa. He still wants that Instagram check mark though, even if he doesn't fully know how to get it. I think it would just complete like my social clout. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I'm better than you or something, but it's just nicer to have, I guess, because I am a creator. I'm an influencer, I guess. And I think having that would definitely help sell my brand personally. So this story really emphasizes to me the fact that verification, again, means more than just like your quote-unquote authentic or quote-unquote real, quote-unquote real person. (laughs) (laughs) It carries weight, especially when Mark said that it would give him more social clout. And then the fact that he got scammed is just like, wow, people really want that blue checkmark flex. Also, like... I thought it was interesting that he said that he thought it would help him work with brands. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know that that's true. And I think it's probably actually not true that brands care about a verified checkmark. But like if people are chasing this as something that they think is like necessary for like their financial (laughs) security, that's like another level. Yeah. People crave that checkmark, though. And our next guest has thought about that desire quite a bit. We spoke with Joseph Grazzi, a New York-based artist whose recent work critiques influencers and, of course, incorporates that blue check mark. So the first signs that have gone up, well, the one that want, kind of went viral a little bit is just they look like MTA stickers that say priority seating or whatever it is, but it just says influencer free zone. And it, the logo or whatever it is is just that verified symbol with the no symbol on top of it. I saw his work on the train while we were working on this episode. We were like, who could we get to speak about verification? And then I looked up and I saw this sticker that Joseph had put there that had a little veto no sign through a verified blue check mark. And I was like, what the heck? You don't want me on this train? How rude. And that is a direct kind of uh, tongue in cheek. You know, we've have too much influencers. So, you know, the celebrity, the influencer is is used to having every door open for them always. The idea of like no celebrities allowed is kind of the opposite of what celebrities are used to. So that's kind of just a way of turning things upside down and getting people to just have that aha think for a moment. 
Joseph does want it out there, though, that he doesn't actually hate influencers, but rather he's picking apart the desire for that clout. Like the influencer is a little bit like the Internet's version of a a reality star or something like that. So I have no issue with people that are verified. I think verification is important. I have no issue with influential people. I have no issue with celebrity or anything like that. I have an issue with people wanting to become influencers, like social media just saying like, hey, if you're not famous, you're not doing it right. The check mark is a sign that you've made it, the thing people want to prove their worth. That's the star that everyone kind of wishes upon now, is like that blue star with the check. And I gravitated towards that as an artist because it seems like that, and correct me if I'm wrong, like is the first time validation has had a brand. And this check mark is sort of a false flag, he says. It gives people a goal that isn't necessary and makes them feel bad when they don't achieve it and gain that check mark. I think that social media now is just pushing people more and more that fame is the desired outcome when it's not. Not everyone needs to be famous. Not everyone needs to be an A-plus student. Everyone is different, but not everyone is special, and that's okay. But if you only are looking down at your phone and you're only using social media, you're not going to come to that conclusion. You're going to be kind of depressed till you get that validation. And then when you do, you're still going to be depressed because you're just going to be competing with other people that have validation. But not everyone needs that validation. Human beings want validation. I'm an artist. I'm obsessed with validation, like all artists are. It's mommy, daddy, look at me, look what I can do, you know, look what I can draw and stuff like that. The problem is that when that becomes your sole goal, it just gets very confusing, especially when a lot of the people around you that you see that are getting this validation haven't done it via any influential way. People want fame. They don't know why. They don't know what route they want to get there. They just know that that's what they want in the end, which I find to be a kind of a problem. It's not going to lead towards a great life. If that's what you think is going to make you happy, it's not going to make you happy. Yeah, I have to say, I think Joseph could could stand to calm down just a little bit about this issue. Take it from like 100 to 70? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it's like not a topic worth discussing because we have just done so for an extended period of time. Yeah. I'm just saying like simmer down, little chill pill. Well, what I really liked about talking to Joseph, and actually I don't think he and I really got into it as much, but just this idea of validation and who is the validator. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know, maybe I'm focusing too much on this, but I want to know who this person is that is signing off on these verified accounts. Because like with Joseph, for example, if his artwork is in a gallery, it's in a gallery he really respects. It's like the gatekeeper there, the curator, presumably also went to art school and has like a very refined background in art. And it's like, this makes me feel great. Or if your book, a book is published... And it's published by, like, an amazing editor that you're like, yeah, this person has done amazing work. Like, this makes me feel really good. It's like that gatekeeper to me makes sense. And it's, like, a great form of validation that you are doing good work and your work is worthy. Whereas the blue check mark, it's like, who are you? Like, what did I accomplish? I knew someone at Instagram. I had an email line to Twitter. But that's the thing is it's not supposed to signify anything. Like, being verified as an artist is like supposed to signify that you're talented at art, where it's like a verified check mark is supposed to signify that you right. are. But not it's gotten away from us. Imposter. It's like how 
even I'm in this spiral now where I'm like, it does mean something. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I'm still reeling from our conversation with Addie because, first of all, I didn't think there was a good reason for verification to exist at all, really, um, until she was explaining it more. And the other thing is that there's no reason for it to be like that cutesy little blue check mark, which really does seem to like imply some kind of like <laughs> Yeah, if it was just like a black like authorized or yeah. something like you would not care if yeah it just was. like a little black asterisk or like yeah, yeah like fact check that's it like has been fact checked yeah exactly comes down to the visuals yeah but I get what you mean but like the secret person like conferring approval like secret tech company employee conferring approval I feel like is a little bit triggering because it's just like Facebook was originally like a hot or not <laughs> yeah. app and it's just like oh man like these freaking like tech boys just still find a way to sit around and be like this person no this person yes exactly I'm like that is serious power (laughs) Uh, all right as this is the last episode of the season we'll clearly keep you posted on what's next for us but feel free to email us at button at theverge.com in the meantime we've been loving your emails by the way quite a few of you have emailed us some interesting ideas and some really great feedback and we always appreciate that it's really sweet also feel free to tell a friend to listen to our show in the meantime because now we have a huge back catalog and they can enjoy it all yeah you can follow caitlin's verified twitter account at k-a-i-t underscore tiffany you can follow my verified Instagram account at Ashley Carmen. If it's not there when you follow me, you know why now. Um, <laughs> we want to thank our producers, Andrew Marino and Zach Mack. We also want to thank Gautam Shrikashen, who does our scoring and mixing. All right. We will talk to you guys at some point. See you later. At Bye. At some point. Oh, no. <laughs>